Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining me at the Healthy Nurse Connection, where we are making connections to build the health and wellness of nurses. I'm Leslie Catalano, your host. Today, we have a great show with Dr. Cassandra Clayman, who is a practicing physician, dermatologist, plus a forest therapy guide. If you don't know what forest therapy is, then please stay tuned because it will definitely improve your health and wellness moving forward. Let's get started. Everybody. Welcome to the Healthy Nurse Connection. Uh, today I am with Dr. Cassandra Clayman, who um, is a forest therapy. Is, do you have a title, forest therapy? Certified forest therapy guide. Guide, forest therapy guide. And she is going to talk to us about what forest therapy is and how you can incorporate it into your daily life and how it can really benefit your health and wellness. So welcome, Dr. Clayman. Well, thank you, Leslie. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So I just want to kind of start with your story and your background. So just tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do and how did you even get into forest therapy? Um, I am currently a practicing dermatologist at Springfield Clinic in Springfield, Illinois. And uh, I've always uh, loved nature. And in my spare time, I've volunteered as a naturalist for many years. Um, and uh, I, in 2015, uh, bought a property with 30 acres, and I had been reading about uh, Nature and Forest Therapy, the association, and knew that at some point it was exactly what I wanted to do. And when, once I sort of got my act together, I became certified, which is a, a six-month program through the Association of Nature and Forest Therapy. And it was so worthwhile. I wanted a way to share some of the um, experience and magic that I was experiencing by being in nature and not as a naturalist walk by labeling anything, not out there to get some miles in, just being in nature. And uh, becoming a forest therapy guide has allowed me to do that, not only on my own property, but also anywhere. I mean, we can do it in a backyard. We can do it on a porch, looking outside through a window, looking outside. It's very, very versatile and available to anyone from children to the elderly, to the mobile, to the not so mobile. It's, um, it's just a wonderful door uh, to develop a relationship with nature. That's awesome. I did participate in one of your nature walks about a year ago. There's kind of talking mm-hmm. about that. And it's, uh, it is just not anything I was expecting. I had no idea what to expect when I went out there, but it was really just amazing, like how like calming and relaxing it was. Mm-hmm. What is really like the science behind forest therapy or how does it even work? Well, um, that's interesting. It started uh, in Japan. Well, probably started centuries ago, but formally it started in Japan um, in the 1980s because there's a rapid escalation of industry, 
et cetera. And so people were putting in very long hours at work. And uh, the researchers and physicians noted that the overall health of the Japanese people was declining steadily. Uh, somebody thought perhaps spending more time in nature, getting outside more would be beneficial. And so they did it in a very rigorous way. It was called Shinrin Yoku, uh, which translated from um, Japanese means forest bathing. And uh, what they did was they checked vitals, they did blood work before people would spend time in nature and then afterward. And they did this for months to years and watched what happened to these people. And what they noticed was in general, uh, more than just a sense of calm and relaxation that we probably have all experienced when we can sit still in nature. Uh, the uh, anxiety and depression went down, inflammatory diseases went down, cancer rates went down. And so they knew they were onto something. And then uh, working with botanists, they realized that trees emit something called phytoncides. And phytoncides for the tree fight any injury or invasion uh, by anything that can uh, attack a tree. And by spending time in nature consistently, we inhale these phytoncides. And what phytoncides do for us is they enhance the workings of what type of white blood cell called natural killer cell. And what natural killer cells do is they destroy early tumor cells, they destroy inflammatory cells, and in that way can really affect our health. Um, and so uh, that is where it started. The Association of Nature and Forest Therapy sort of uh, was inspired by that, but what uh, their direction is, is a little bit more relational. So by doing all of this, yes, we get all those medical benefits. Uh, in forest bathing, we do not check your vitals. We don't do any blood work. None of that is happening. Uh, and what we're trying to do is either establish, help someone establish a relationship with nature or reconnect with nature. Also in doing that, we change our relationship with ourselves. Uh, we change our relationship with others. We change our relationship with time. And so by having a more holistic approach, uh, there are so many layers of benefit uh, to doing forest therapy. And I'm always so thankful when I have a forest therapy group because I get to participate in a real way for a couple of hours and see the effects it has on people. It's just in incredibly rewarding, I think, as a participant and as a guide. Yeah, I remember you saying when when I took your um, forest therapy guide last year was that it's also just putting perspective. Like, you know, we live in our small little worlds and it's really hard sometimes to see the bigger perspective that when you're in the forest, and you just realize that we're just a small portion of this massive environment, it just kind of helps put things into perspective. Yeah, I do think we gain some humility. I also think that once we realize that we are nature and that the trees and grasses and flowers and water and stones are all kin, I think we develop a different relationship with it. Uh, 
not only as a protector, but we are more acutely aware of reciprocity. I mean, just take our breath. We inhale the oxygen that these plants are producing and they use our carbon dioxide that we exhale to continue to live. They use it to in photosynthesis to make food for them so that they can continue to grow. And that kind of reciprocity reveals how inextricably linked we are with nature. But there's so many examples of reciprocity. Um, and so I think it's, it's humility, but it's also a deep, deep connection. Uh, I think when you realize that we belong to nature, it's hard to feel um, lonely. You, you belong to this and you can be surrounded by this if you cut out some time out of your busy day and make that happen. Yeah. Yeah, just like, like we belong in nature and then when we're there, we're actually healthier and we feel better and we're more relaxed. Um, it's pretty, pretty awesome. So we do have, I don't know if you guys have seen on Facebook, but we do have an event in Springfield, Illinois, where we're going to be doing some forest therapy. Um, so like I said, I didn't know what to expect when I came to you last year. So can you just give us a little pre-brief or like some information about like what we would actually be doing? Sure. Um, usually it's about an hour and a half, two hours. It could go on for hours, but we try to make it, um, a little bit more brief so people can actually start to dabble their toes in it. And what it is, it's called a forest therapy walk. Uh, but honestly, you could do the entire thing sitting, lying down. Um, I know we did a couple winter ones uh, this year and most of us spend most of the time just lying flat on the ground. Uh, you don't have to worry about bugs or ticks or anything. So it was very relaxing. I offer a series of invitations, which are merely suggestions. There's nothing prescriptive about them. You don't need to do them. And what these invitations do is basically help get you out of your head and into your senses. And we work through all the various senses um, in connection with nature. And then there's a, a invitation, uh, what's in motion, and that helps you slow down and reconnect with time, reconnect with what's actually happening around you. And then there's usually a couple invitations at the end that are a little bit more open-ended. And again, you do whatever you want. I may suggest listening to sounds and you may have your eyes open and you're looking at the various greens of the tree. And that is absolutely fine. And then we finish with a sort of um, ceremonial tea in a way. And uh, we discuss what we experienced. Uh, in between some of the invitations, we also have what are called gatherings, which are a chance to go around the circle and just mention what you're noticing. You don't even have to say anything, you can pass. But some people like to uh, talk about what they're noticing. Uh, we've There've been people who sing, occasionally people get up and move in the dance-like sort of way. Uh, some people cry, it's uh, a whole variety and it's a completely non-judgmental uh, space. No one responds to what you're noticing. It's not a dialogue. 
we just move around and talk about what we're noticing. So um, that's basically the outline of uh, forest therapy. And that's why it can be done anywhere. I've been doing it uh, frequently at Lincoln Memorial Gardens and the people pay, but the don it's a donation to Lincoln Memorial Gardens. And in that way, we're doing something wonderful for a wonderful uh, green space in our city and one that's uh, invaluable. Uh, and we're also getting out there and doing something for ourselves. Yeah, that's um, that's really awesome. I think Lincoln Memorial Gardens is where I was when we did the walk as right. well. Right. It's a really nice area. Um, so if you're not able, because some of our listeners don't live in the Springfield area. So if you're not in the area, like how could you incorporate this just into your everyday life? That's that's a great question. And it's something I do review at the end of our walk. Um, uh, it's called a sit spot. And it's something that we learn during training. And what you do is you find a spot that's very convenient to you outside. So it could be on a porch, patio, deck. It could be next to your flower garden. Uh, but something that you can easily walk to. Uh, I, I made one that was down a path and over a dam and near a creek. Well, I just didn't use it. I finally pulled out a camping chair and stuck it next to my garden, which is right next to my front door. And then I started to do my sit spot. The recommendation is three times a week. If you can, daily's better. Once a week's better than nothing. Uh, anywhere from five to 30 minutes. And you sit, no cell phone. Um, and you start working through your senses. So first perhaps just look around. What are you noticing? Uh, then close your eyes and listen to sounds. Feel the textures around you. Just work your way through the various senses. And it is such a reprieve from our normal life. When I was first uh, told about this, I tend to be um, pretty high energy, uh, maybe restless <laughs> in a way. And I thought, there's no way I can do this. And now there's nothing I look forward to more. And I make sure on my days off, I have some time that I set aside to do this. Uh, I try to do it in early mornings or evenings, even if it's just for five minutes on the days that I do work. It is really, really pacifying. And by doing this, you can continue the benefits of forest therapy. Uh, if you do a, one session, they say the benefits in terms of fight and sides is probably one to two weeks. So it is something that you need to try to incorporate into your world. And a sit spot's a perfect way to do that. That's really interesting. Um, I just recently heard another, um, I, didn't, I haven't read the article, but in one of my other podcasts, with uh, Amanda Skinnerdor, she was talking about how she gets up every morning and just goes outside to the morning light. Cause there's something about like the morning light that like mm -hmm. starts your circadian rhythms. Right. I actually started that myself and I just sit on my back patio, but I never thought to like incorporate the forest therapy into that as well. It's just, it's the same five minutes. So I could just do that every day right. there. And that would, that would be really amazing. Absolutely. And it gets you out of your head for those five minutes rather than thinking about your list, the sort of worrying brain noise that uh, tends to be sort of the background noise for most of us. Um, so it just gives you that little 
reset before your day starts. Yeah, I'm going to have to start incorporating it that in that time too. Sorry, I've got my little one on my lap too. He wanted to join this conversation. So if you hear a little bit sounds. That's fine. And little kids are so perfect for this. They are natural force therapy uh, participants. Uh, uh, I just, uh, I, I do want to say, I think I forgot to say that as a guide, I am not the therapist. I merely open the doors with these invitations. The forest and nature are the therapists. And um, I think kids really seem to get that when you watch them in, in nature, just all senses, their eyes, their ears, they're touching things, they're smelling things. They're just naturals and things. <laughs> yes. And it's, uh, it's, yes, unfortunately, sometimes uh, it's really a fun thing to do with your uh, kids and yeah. you can just make up little invitations and watch them go. It's really fun. kind of started that. So when we go for our walks, you know, like we'll just be in the neighborhood. I'll be like, what is the smallest thing that you can find? Like what is the yes. thing that you can exactly. find? Then we'll talk about the biggest thing and then we'll talk about the different colors. So it is, yeah, perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. It is. Uh, it has been pretty great. Um, so you talk a lot about like you're certified in this. So how did you even become certified? Do you take a course or is there like, yeah, this, this course that we took was um, uh, they're very, the, the guides who teach us uh, are, incredibly kind and patient and generous with all of their advice. We do do a fair amount of reading and we do have assignments that we post. Um, and we also have to practice and uh, sort of journal how it's gone. So initially there's a few uh, friends <laughs> that you drag out or your daughter or husband or someone like that. And so we have to do a number of those before we can be certified. Uh, and then, um, well, actually, then you've just finished the course. To be certified for your life, you have to do uh, a retreat, a nature retreat that's usually four or five days in beautiful parts of the world. Uh, this is an international organization. And I did mine in Colorado uh, with a bunch of other force therapy guides that I did not know. And it was one of the most remarkable experiences I've ever had. And after you finish that, you are then certified for life. That's awesome. So how about, how long did it take for you? Um, well, it was a six month course. And then I uh, practiced a lot and then did this uh, uh, retreat. So all together, probably 10 to 12 months. Okay. That's not too bad. But, you know, I was working, uh, during that time. I mean, it's doable. It's yeah. definitely. Yeah. So I know that you are, you're a doctor, so you're in the healthcare environment as well. So besides like forest therapy and doing those things, like what do you do for yourself to de-stress and kind of unwind after a long day? Uh, after a long day, I, um, Play with my dogs. I read. I just relax. Um, in the mornings, I always try to exercise because I it just sets a certain calm um, to my day. And I've also uh, 
uh, become a coach, a physician and healthcare worker coach, and just recently finished a course for coaching outdoors. Because my goal is to combine coaching, which is about well-being, uh, not diving into the past, just how do I make my life more in line with my values from this point on. And I feel that so much can be learned in nature and combining forest therapy and the coaching outdoors, I just think it's a perfect melting pot. So I have been coached um, a fair amount and that was also very helpful. I was doing it around the same time that I was doing the forest therapy and the combination um, was, uh, I would say, it was restorative. It changed my life. Uh, it's never too late. <laughs> so if people were interested in finding you or learning more about what you do, uh, what is your website and how can they find you? Uh, it's uh, My website's called embodyingnaturecoaching.com. But on that, uh, there are headings for forest therapy. So you can learn all about that learn more about coaching, but there's also a lot of uh, resources. So if you want to read more about the science of coaching or forest therapy uh, or books that I recommend, uh, they're there. And always uh, feel free to email me uh, because I've got lots of other resources. So I'm, I'm happy to share and uh, the more the merrier. And if they'd like to do a forest therapy session, we can even do it by phone if they're at a distance. Um, and that's actually how I was trained because it was during COVID. So all of our sessions were by phone or uh, Zoom even. We would come back for the gathering and talk about our experience. Awesome. Well, I didn't even know that you could do this by phone too. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for meeting with us today. I am going to post your information and website information, everything on our uh, website at thehealthynurseconnection.org. So look for that. And is there anything else that you want to let our listeners know about? Um, I don't think so. Just when you're out in nature, just be aware of uh, how beautiful imperfection is, how amazing impermanence is, all these things we admire about nature. If we could then talk about those things in the same way that we talk about ourselves and uh, there's just a lot to learn in nature. Well, thank you so much for coming, Dr. Clayman. Oh, thank you for having me. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you guys learned something new. Forest therapy is something that I've really tried to incorporate into my daily life. If you feel like this is something that you would like to try, just do it. See what it feels like. If it makes a difference, great. If you hated it, you don't have to do it again. But if you did learn something from this and you do feel like this has really helped you, make sure you share it with others. It's through the shared knowledge that we can really spread the word of health and wellness and really help each other out. So thank you for joining me today and we'll see you next time.